So welcome to a Talker United Yellow Army Herald Express Devon Live podcast uh, with a bit of a difference. Today this is a one-man band podcast today. Uh, just Guy here today. Richard is uh, is working elsewhere today. And David has not yet returned um, from his cycling break. I'm expecting a, a faint waft of ouzo and liniment to herald David's arrival probably tomorrow. Uh, but for the time being, this is a one-man podcast. It'll be a short one this week. But uh, reasons for doing it. If you're a subscriber on iTunes, which I hope many of you are, it's a very easy way to keep up with the Yellow Army podcast. Uh, a missing week would probably make a terrible mess of your subscription. You'd think things had gone wrong. You'd think iTunes had got something wrong, but they haven't. So this is a, the uh, podcast which will keep those things going for you. There isn't really a lot to report from Talker United at the moment. It's very much the close season. There are another couple of friendly dates to add to your diary. Come to those in a moment. Um, but the interesting thing that's happening this weekend up at Wembley, of course, is that Exeter City on Bank Holiday Monday will face Coventry in the League 2 playoff final. They were there last year, of course, uh, lost out to Blackpool. And I've been talking this week... Uh, and I know I've been getting some stick online already and I expect to get some more stick um, after this as well. But do I feel any animosity towards Exeter anymore? No, not really. And that's that's a strange consequence of the uh, situation that Torquay United find themselves in now. So I have confessed in the uh, Herald Express this week that I'm kind of wishing Exeter all the best for Monday night. Yeah, for decades I've been going, I've been standing on the pop side, in the mini stand, as you all have as well. And Exeter have been our arch rivals. Exeter have been very much the uh, the rivals that uh, we sing the songs about. We build a bonfire and uh, we put the city on the top and the Argyle in the middle and we burn the flipping lot. But we don't say flipping, do we, when we're uh, over on the pop side. But is that relevant anymore? Do we feel that kind of animosity towards uh, city and Argyle anymore? I don't, and that's a strange thing about having slumped so far down the uh, the football pyramid. That's kind of the only word for it, I suppose. We are closer uh, in football terms now. We're closer to Tivert and Town than we are to Exeter and Plymouth. It'll be a long, long time before we play competitive fixtures against Exeter and Plymouth again. So uh, is there any point in keeping this animosity up? Is there any point in those songs? Well, a lot of people would say there is. These things, uh, These things run deep. But uh, I'm thinking, do you know what? I don't really mind if Exeter beat Coventry on uh, on Monday. My father-in-law won't be very happy. He's a Coventry fan. Um, but the, the point is that the animosities have, have dwindled over the years. And they're to the point where they're really just not there anymore. There was a time when we would play Exeter at least once a season. We'd play them in the league. We'd probably get them in the Devon Cup. We might get them in the Sherpa Van Trophy or the Auto Windscreens or whatever. And it was a constant rivalry that just kept on uh, fanning its own flames, if you know what I mean. But it's a long time since we've played them. And that uh, that playoff semi-final is a bit of a painful memory, isn't it? So there we go. And Argyle as well. Older fans kind of feel the Argyle rivalry more than the younger fans do. Because for a long time in the 60s and 70s, Torquay and Plymouth were in the same division. But uh, that just seems to have fallen away. It's a bit of a shame. We have to find new rivalries now. Friendly ones, of course. Truro will be our big rivals next season. We're expecting Truro to be the uh, the Christmas games. Bath, Western, teams that are pretty close by. Um, you will just have to find new rivals and uh, treat them that way. So I'll be interested to know what you think. 
leave a comment maybe down below this story on the website send us a message on facebook you know, is, is it right do you feel the same way or do you still feel the same kind of animosity will you be cheering for coventry on monday or will you be cheering for exeter let us know what you think about that so that's uh, that's the, the the rivalries have been occupying me a little bit this week also there's a very funny story which you'll find in the herald express um i'm going to pretty much read this one to you in case you haven't seen it gary monk of course uh, strongly rooted in uh, in Torquay, played for Torquay, and uh, we're saying it's quite an achievement for uh, Gary to keep the Blues up in the Championship this year, and he, he maybe hoped for some kind of tribute to him uh, up in Birmingham, maybe a statue or a road named after him or something like that. But uh, what he's actually got is a tattoo on the backside of a Birmingham fan called Kevin Tomlinson. When Birmingham went into the game against Fulham on the last day of the season, where they had to beat Fulham to clinch their championship survival, Kevin Tomlinson rather rashly said that if uh, Birmingham did win that game, he would get Gary Monk's face tattooed on his backside. They did win the game. He decided that he was going to go through with the uh, the tattooing thing. And just to make sure he did, uh, Gary Monk paid 80 quid towards it just to make sure that his likeness ended up on the on the buttock of this particular Blues fan. Now, we've got a picture of it in the uh, in the Herald Express. It's not a bad likeness, actually. It's not bad at all, considering it's, it's etched on the backside of a football fan. So there's a lasting memorial, a lasting tribute there to um, Gary Monk's work at Birmingham City. However long he stays at Birmingham City, I suspect that tattoo is going to stay there for quite some time. So, uh, yeah, funny story. And fair play to Gary for seeing the funny side of that and chipping in with some money to uh, to let the fan do that. He played 11 games for goals, by the way, at the start of his career, um, and very fondly remembered at Playmore as well. Good to see that one. We spoke last week, Richard and I, when we did the podcast, about films and TV programmes featuring football. We made a couple of notable omissions, which I need to correct, uh, pointed out to us online. Uh, sorry about that, Rich. Uh, when Saturday Comes, we forgot to mention, with Sean Bean, very fine film. And, of course, possibly the best football film of the lot, which uh, which we forgot altogether, which is The Damned United, the story of Brian Clough's largely uh, unhappy time as manager of Leeds United back in the 70s. Uh, so we overlooked those, both of which really should have been in there as well. So apologies for that. The friendly dates that I was going to talk to you about. Uh, there are three friendlies arranged now. That's two more have been added to the calendar since the last podcast. In date order, we play away at pool with a three o'clock kickoff on July the 14th, Bastille Day. Then we're at home to Argyle on July the 17th. That's a 7.30 kickoff. And added to the list as well on July the 28th, away with a three o'clock kickoff, Torquay United play at Dorchester. So those are the three games coming up. Uh, for your diary, Pool on the 14th, Argyle on the 17th, Dorchester on the 28th. Those are friendlies all to uh, be added to your diary. Not much other news coming out of Torquay at the moment. I imagine things will pick up fairly quickly. Everybody's had a bit, bit of a break. The walking football team, Torquay United's walking football team, are in action tonight, speaking on Thursday. Uh, there's a cup competition happening out at Coach Road at Newton Abbott. All the teams from Devon get together. Cup. A cup will be presented at the end of the evening. Torquay United will be taking part along with Exeter City and Plymouth Argyle. Perhaps that will be a good forum to um, to discuss the rivalries. Perhaps we'll have a chat with the Exeter and Plymouth players while we're out there as well. Biddeford will be there. Exminster will be there. The competition will be fierce. The rivalries will be friendly. 
and a, a cup will be awarded tonight. So we'll let you know next week who actually wins that. Of course, the big games over the weekend, the three uh, Football League playoffs take place over the weekend. On Saturday, five o'clock kickoff, Aston Villa against Fulham at Wembley. Villa to win that one, I think. Sunday, three o'clock, Rotherham against Shrewsbury. That's also at Wembley. I go for Shrewsbury in that one. And Monday, three o'clock, Exeter City against Coventry. Just to round this podcast off, pretty much as we finished it, I go for Exeter on that one. Why not? They can get uh, get themselves up into League One. They can enjoy their derbies with Argyle, and we can get on with um, rebuilding Torquay United and getting them back into a position where they can actually compete with the other Devon teams again. Wouldn't that be nice? So as I say, this has been a one-man podcast this week. Uh, Richard's away working elsewhere. David is not yet back. Next week, we hope to have service resumed as normal. Good luck to the walking footballers tonight. Um, This has been Guy Henderson with the Devon Live, Herald Express, Talker United, Yellow Army, One Man Band, Don McLean, no, not Don McLean, Don Partridge podcast. See you next week, and as ever, come on you yellows.